Welcome to episode 48 of the Inside Scooper. Mondays. I'm the Script Keeper. I'm Steve. And this week on the show, I've got one special skit scat. Yeah, no thanks. A musical number type thing. Is it more Lilac City Nightmare Band? It's an exclusive episode just for the litter box. Oh, wow. Fuck. It's more behind-the-scenes shit of a garage band trying to make it. I hope they fail. Everyone always does, Steve. I really mean it, though. Yeah, I know you do, Steve. After we get some hard rock coffee in our earballs, then Mrs. Script Keeper and I are going to hang out and talk some inside shit. Ugh. We talk shop with Scatcast. Boring. Well, these are my bosses, Steve, and this is the beginning of season two. No one cares. Well, I care, Steve. I'm also talking to Mrs. Scriptkeeper about a bunch of other things. The dipshit files, and I probe her about some philosophical things. She tells us some stories. And by God, there's a chicken update. Yep. Lilac City Nightmare Band, go. And now back to the Lilac City Nightmare Band rehearsal space. After their recent gig at the Slime Shed Sports Bar. I'd say none of them really felt it went that great. Dude! Yeah, damn it. My grandpa gave me that guitar. We play like shit, Rooster. That's no reason for you to break my family heirlooms, dude. Come here, you little oh, shit. We play like crap. Oh, put me down. I told you we needed to be more brutal. There was ultimately only like seven people there. Well, that's a good reason to throw a guitar. That's never no. a good reason to throw a guitar. Shut the fuck up to it. Yeah, he's right. We should never smash guitars. We should just give them to a kid. No, I agree. That's a problem. You two aren't brutal enough. Well, wasting guitars isn't that brutal. Now, the Who weren't brutal, and they did it all the time. I don't want to hear about the fucking Who. I like them. We talk about Slayer, Middle Church, Anthrax, Bon Jovi. No, goddammit, no. Pantera, Metallica. I kind of like Alice in Chains. You go fucking sit in a corner. And so the band came together for a late night rehearsal. Mainly they were drinking, but music was also being made. Here we go. Dude, this is too heavy to be a hit. I ain't trying to write no hit. And you write shitty fucking lyrics. Shut the fuck up. Count us off, Bones. Seriously, these better not be terrible lyrics. Shut up, shut up, hold on. What the hell is a rooftop? Uh, the song's kind of grooving, right? Yeah. Now tell me you didn't write a bunch of shitty fucking word salad lyrics. Why the fuck would you stop to ask me that shit? Dude, do you promise? You guys, let's yeah, play. Count us off bones. I mean, this is how you ruin our songs. Stop. Oh, what's going on, Rooster? You're killing the vibe here. No, I was looking ahead at the lyrics. I can read the lyrics. No, give me that. You don't get to look at my lyrics. No, I don't think I like what you had scribbled down there, dude. No, just play the damn song. No, no, no. Let's go from the verse. Go from the first verse. Oh, is that the part where I go whittle de diddle Or where I go whittle de diddle Dude, it's the fucking verse part. Okay. All right, take it from the verse. Count of sin, Bones. All right, one, two, three, four. Wrist boobs, green frogs, chicken bones, cheap fish, fuck, Tommy Lee Jones. Stop, stop fucking playing that fucking what? You're starting to piss me uh, off. just play the song? Dude, no, no, he said piss boobs, tree frogs, and is that chicken bones? It's none of your business. Dude, I gotta get on stage with you and sing this shit with you. You just sing your part. Dude, my part's cool. It's like, we're all gonna die, we're all gonna die. Yeah. Me and Bones are like harmonizing. Whatever. Your verses are like, we're diarrhea, dude. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Bones, no. count us in. This is One, unacceptable, two, three, dude. Four. Piss boobs, tree frogs, chicken bones. No, dude, dude, you said dog barf. No, I didn't. Dude, yes, you fucking did. Maybe. Then you said something like a testify about dog barf, dude. This song's about my stepdad. Dude, you said dog barf. Now, can we just play the song all the way through? Dude. Seriously, guys? Plus, you guys, I think Bones is injecting cobra venom into his asshole. Now, damn it, Bones. It's the only way to inject cobra venom. You can critique my lyrics later. Let's get through the song. Dude, I don't want to play a song with you if you're singing about dog barf. Well, dog barf is brutal. Dude, it is not brutal. There's almost nothing more brutal than dog barf. Well, fuck you, dude. I quit if we're playing a song 
song about dog bark. Yes. Come on, you guys. This dog barf song is tearing our band apart. Can we just play the whole damn song, please. No dog barf, dude. Yeah, count us in, Bones. One, two, three, four. Seriously, I was about to go fuck it all. I'm seriously. Well, first of all, you said dog barf, maybe. And I swear to fuck, you said Seahawks, mm. Pornhub, no. Coca-Cola, no. Big Mac, MasterCard. I'm trying to get the band some corporate sponsors. Dude, you fucking think corporate sponsorship is brutal? No, but to be brutal at the level I'd like to be brutal, it costs money. Dude, that's fucking weird. Well, you don't think Satan loves money? Yeah. I don't think Satan uh, would love money. See, Toby knows what's up. Dude, fuck this band. I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette. Whatever. We need to write a fucking hit. And that there's episode four of... The Lilac City Nightmare Band. Join us some other time for more shit that's similar to this. Hell, probably absolutely fucking identical. Creativity is hard. Goodbye and God bless. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck out. This is shit. Hi, wife. Hello. Mrs. Scriptkeeper. Good morning. Good morning. It's Monday. Good morning. Yes. This is what we do. Uh-huh. We start our day off, our week off together. Yep. And fuck, we got season two begins this week for... I was just going to slurp my coffee, but I Don't won't do that. Don't slurp your coffee away <laughs> on the mic. Ew. Away from the mic. Go way away. You can hear her. Listen. Listen to her. All right. Season two. Did you hear I didn't hear shit. I didn't hear shit. <laughs> Season two. Oh, I'm Mrs. Script. I'm Mrs. Scriptkeeper, and I'm Mr. Scriptkeeper, and uh, that's how that's. And we're going. doing our thing. So we haven't had our coffee yet either. 2023, bitches. Yes. We made it. We're here. It's a full uh, year worth of Scatcast and yeah. Dave and Angus show. So they're both starting season two this week, as far as overall. I don't know what yes. that means either. Uh, that's just how we're keeping track of it for years to come. <laughs> so it doesn't mean anything changes or anything nope. else. It's just. Yay, season it's, two. It's the rec- Here we are. Really with A-Cast, like the thing that we put our, our yeah, podcast on. Yeah, it'll now on, say S2 instead of S1. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. So, same bat thing, except for... Well, poop. new storylines, though. Yeah, oh yeah. We've been sitting here. We Okay, so before the inside shit, we always have a little meeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kind of throw some ideas together and figure out what we're going to bullshit about. Yes. And uh, usually we'll cover maybe a tenth of those things. Right. <laughs> because we get to yammer in, but... We were talking about the new storylines for some of the shows, and yes. there's some fun shit coming this year. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I think so. I'm excited. I'm terrified that it'll be terrible. <laughs> but, you know, it could be good. Uh, no, we're going to do Space Academy with the Gunner Halifax thing here mm-hmm. in a little while. Uh, we might wait a little while because mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of a big planned out thing. And mm-hmm. then the storyline at Gunner Halifax is almost there, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to do some stuff. 
with the Fat Cats, and then also some stuff with people if they want to join with mm-hmm. David Angus away from the show, mm-hmm. like their own little vacation thing. Yeah, uh, doing some ghost hunting or some kind of supernatural. Some, you know, listening shit. to ghost farts. That's coming up too. Yeah, so it'll be fun. But the Fat Cats, we love you guys for uh, mm-hmm. treating us like a utility. Holy shit! And of course, we're looking for the new place to throw you guys in as characters yeah. in the show. There are five of you now, mm-hmm. and you're gonna. It's gonna happen here. Probably not this week, but probably next week. Maybe we'll figure out. Maybe. Yeah. Coming through, uh, yeah, we got some cool storylines to put you in. So. Yes, we'll Yay. figure it out. It's, it's all unfolding as we want it to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or as it's supposed to, or, or it's happening magically, just deliciously. It should. I don't fucking know. I, don't, I haven't had my coffee today. I'm still trying to finish this cup, so. Well, actually, I've been up for several hours. I shouldn't say that. You have also been up for several hours. How long have I been up? A thousand hours. For about 20 years straight. I've been up for 16 hours. Okay, so yeah, this isn't morning for us, but it's morning for you guys, so it feels the same. Like we we still need coffee. Yes, I've been no, recording. Seriously, I just poured myself a cup of, a cup cup of coffee. Well, obviously, I have to to sit here and chill. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been recording the Liam the Monster Hunter for mm-hmm. this week, all pretty much most of the day. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. It's gonna be. I've been cool making one. soap. Yeah, you have. I'm a soap making machine right now. You're doing like Zen soap making. Oh man, it's so amazing. Cool. New, it's it's. I never knew making soap uh, this way, the way that I'm doing it, could be so relaxing, and it is so relaxing. And they look so nice. Oh my goodness, our house currently smells like toothpaste. Until you come into my office, it smells a lot like feet. Well, it smelled ass. like <laughs> it smelled like apple. The ass of a apple foot. apple honey cider yesterday. Yeah. Because of the soap I made yesterday, and today it smells like toothpaste. Right. Because I made uh, wake the fuck up soap. Yeah. And it's yeah. rosemary and mint. It's gonna so be cool. It's, it's uh, yeah. I, my body never knows what the hell's going on when I walk downstairs or upstairs. Yeah, it's like I know. A new smell, no matter what. Oh, and since we're on this, we have. I think I may have mentioned it uh, a week or two ago, but. We have new products coming out, um, Dr. Schmoggy products. Yeah, I think we, we talked about it. Yeah. We're going to do some fucking sweet-ass soap for their buttholes. Yep. It's going to be great. we got some really cool shit, and I've got it all planned out. And uh, I will let you guys know in the inside shit uh, before it's launched. They're like, we've heard this shit before. There's been a few things that have not been, but never from Monique. When Monique says she's going to do something, Miss <laughs> Scriptkeeper throws down. I, well, on the other hand, am a fucking the jackass sometimes. I tell you what, most of the time. All the time? Yeah, well. I'm always a jackass. <laughs> it's true. Oh, uh, but I'm I'm really it's excited totally about the, the new stuff that I've got going. We have one of our fat cats, uh, Lucifina Lightbringer. Yeah. She is going to be. Oh, dude, this is going to be so cool. And she's going to be providing us with some, uh, some of her art. And I'm excited about it because I want to take her art and combine it with my art. And we're going to make some really cool shit. So. Right. I'm excited about it. That's right. And we also have official t-shirts coming out this year of mm-hmm. a couple things to help. Uh, the Just a Ride podcast is going to do their official Reasonablest t-shirt mm-hmm. here uh, in the next month or so. All sorts of shit, if you guys want to throw down that way. Yeah. Well, um, you know, and, and this year we are going to, we're launching that um, official shirt type thing. Yeah. Where, where it's shirts from in-house. Right. Where we control it. The yep. moment you order it, it fucking goes out the door. You don't have to wait a month to get your shit. Yeah. And we know exactly what quality it is. Although we've been yeah. real happy with the majority yeah. of the shirts that we've put out there. There's yeah. been one or two where we're like, what the fuck? It's like, why did that happen? How did this even How did occur? this sneak by us? I know. 
Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff going out. So, you know, mm-hmm. we're so thankful how, like, the blankets have turned out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think 90 per- 95% of all the merch that went out yeah. that's going out is good quality, good merch. Yeah. We try and get our hands on most of it. Like, the one, order at the least one, one or two of each. Well, yeah. And the one shirt that I didn't like the feeling of is the Scooper Trooper t-shirt. Right. I didn't like that. It was like this beefy tea cotton material. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I changed it. Right, to the and, soft. Yeah, to the soft tee. Right. I don't know if I like the first Velveeta t-shirt either, as far as the, the fabric. I think it's... Oh, yeah. I think it's another one that's it's not another soft, one. It's another right? one. Exactly. It was a little... Not scratchy, but just not... What the fuck, bro? I know. I we know. We want so, soft. We want people to be getting... Feel like they're getting a hug. Yeah. But most of the sweatshirts are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost all of the, of the t-shirts have been All really the tank good. tops have been super soft. Mm-hmm. Everything's been wonderful. Yeah. So we make sure and try and get the soft ones. We know yeah. you guys like that shit. Mm-hmm. I uh, like that shit. I don't want something scratchy on my body. No. It doesn't make. It's not a uh, one that. It feels like all the shit would come off easier too mm-hmm. when it's scratchy like that. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> I curse a lot. And we try and to get. And we try to get the ones that have no tags, tagless, because nobody likes tags itch in the back of their neck either. No. So, anyways, moving along. Yeah. All right. Well. So there's a bunch of crap for uh, getting everybody involved in the show. I'm excited to do a very specific yeah. one with <laughs> David Angus where your name will be, it's going to be a show for you at a certain level of the tiers and mm-hmm. whatnot. Like you're going to be in the show mm-hmm. and you're going to, I mean, you won't get to talk, but we're going to talk at you mm-hmm. and say your name and shit. It's going to be fun. Say my name. Say it's going to be a lot of work, name. but it'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be worth it. And yeah, we'll see. But anyway, that's coming up too. Nobody's so lots of around you. What the hell, girl? Say, baby, I, I love, love you. Why the sudden change? Say my name. Say my name. All right. You triggered a guy. <laughs> uh, all right, that's enough of that. I wonder stuff. if I, I triggered want... anyone else listening. Probably. <laughs> it's a rather popular song, even to metalheads. Um, I want to ask you about stuff that we asked that we, no. talked, we talked about on. Right no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've done enough. We've done enough uh, scatcast stuff. Okay. I'm what are we, what are we talking about? I want to ask you about gas station TVs <laughs> while you're choking on your coffee. <laughs> so we had a... We, I thought you were going to say gas station burritos. It was close. I mean, those are great. I, I miss them. Gas station TVs. Yeah. So at the pumps. This why is, the fuck are they... Why are we doing that? Uh, well, in just a ride, we talked about it last No, week. I mean, oh, that yeah. is oh, yeah, my yeah, yeah. whole perspective. We called it fuck this. Fuck... And oh, all three of us agreed. I, I agree have to well? agree. I think that is the stupidest shit ever. Who asked for it? I are wonder. we Are we seriously that... Our attention spans are that... That fucking short that we actually have to watch TV while we're pumping fuel. I think I think so. That's terrible. I think the the research data showed. <laughs> how many people are forgetting their cards, or uh, losing track of how much they're pumping? I feel like most people are watching those the the material the the product that they make there the content and they're like fuck this and so they're not forgetting anything because they're trying to get away from it as I would hope so. It's, it's obnoxious. It really is. Used to be you'd pull up. I mean I remember. Uh, pre-music at the gas station. Mm. I remember going to the gas station and hearing the ding-ding of the pump as it was pumping. Right. Um, and you liked that. And that's the way we liked no, it. No, I just oh. grew up that way. And then I remember getting out of the car at one point somewhere and going, wow, they're Do providing... I know. There was like... What? There's music playing <laughs> like throughout the whole lot. Yeah. Where are the Where are these speakers coming from? And right. now there's TVs. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb. Jeff, it reminds me of idiocracy. It is a lot that yeah. really reminds we're, we me. We need of a TV on everything. It's like the future is only TVs on more things. That's so stupid. It's like a TV on the tire of a car. Like why is that on there? I, I know. know. <laughs> it's just TV. It's a future jackass. We need I think TVs on this. Touch personally, I too. think it's dumb. I think we are already 
marketed to enough as it is. We don't need to be marketed to. I mean, isn't there places in the U.S. where there's TVs on the back of public toilet stalls? I hope so. That'd be great. Because that is... Playstations that everybody touches and you can... Gross! With their poopy fingers? Yeah, poopy finger, playstation. I mean, we're having a hard enough time at gas stations with people just making it into the toilet when they're shitting. I don't even know what they do. On a road trip, cross country, I don't know how many public bathrooms we we entered, specifically going to Vegas, where I walked in and I said, okay, I don't know about men, I'm but pretty sure we all sit down on the toilet to take a shit. Yeah. I'm pretty we don't sure stand, that no. is, I'm pretty sure that's universal. You yep. sit down to poop. You guessed it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you use a little cowboy hat, the, the ass gasket to protect oh, yeah. your ass from the toilet seat. You yeah. sit down and you take a shit. Or you, or if there isn't an ass gasket, how you do, create one. How do people miss? Oh, with a I poo? don't understand how they miss. Well. There's shit on the wall. <laughs> I think that's deliberately to uh, smear the scat. You know, they're really trying to. <laughs> I just show. remember walking into a lady's restroom somewhere. I think we were in, I don't even know, Utah maybe. I don't remember. We're and big I, in Utah. That's good. I good walked I walked into the stall and was like, I walked in, pushed the stall open and went, nope. <laughs> and then walked over to the next stall and went, nope, because it was clogged and there was a pile of dr- all half-dried shit sitting on the pile of toilet paper and went into another stall and went, okay. Uh, yeah. What's that movie? Is it a, was it Dusk Till Dawn or whatever it is where they put their foot on the... They flush that nasty toilet, and then a, a back door opens, and that's where the secret passageway to like the drug den is, or whatever. You're looking at me like, "What a jackass!" I, I have no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a ter- I think it was a Tarantino or Rodriguez film. I can't remember. I'm I, sure. I'm not looking at you like what a jackass you are. I'm like, what the? Heck? What is he talking? What's about? your default look? Because I am a jackass. <laughs> you're constantly like, "Wow, what a jackass!" So you're against. Here was a thing that Jeff threw out at us because the first thing I said at him as a police officer, he was like. Well, fucking distracting people so they're yeah. not watching what's going on around them. Yeah. It's like what, there's so many crimes that already take place mm-hmm. at the pump that adding that is just a hundred percent guaranteed to increase mm-hmm. the danger of that. And I thought that was like I, didn't, I never even really thought of that. I'm just annoyed by him. That's I would all. like to. I want to throw something out there to discuss. What's that? Um, I was on Facebook this evening uh, for the first time really today, and I saw this video. It was. Somebody posted it. It was a video of a guy. And of course, I watched it in silence because I'm not the person that ever pushes on the video to hear what's going on. You read the... Unless it's a dog video. Oh, cute. Or a cat video. But if it's people, fuck that. I might (laughs) read what's written and I might watch it for a second and then scroll past it. This one caught my eye. Guy pulls into uh, the gas station or like a convenience store parking lot. He's on a red crotch rocket type motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And... A man and a woman, and I think another woman, walk up to him, and it looks like they're starting shit with this guy. He's got his helmet on, and he's on his bike. And this one, this bitch, (laughs) Uh. punches this guy and starts, like, punching him and pushing him. And evidently, the issue that they were having is that his bike was too loud. Okay. He, the end of the video, I don't even know what happens because I scrolled past it because I was annoyed. But essentially what happened was this woman was starting shit with the guy on the motorcycle. He gets off the motorcycle and her man, her boyfriend, they get in a tussle and they start throwing He's still got his helmet on and shit? He's still got his helmet on. Nice. He kicks the shit out of the guy. He's, He's got a helmet on. Fucking right, you should headbutt exactly. a guy and you win every time. So he ends up kicking the shit out of the guy. There's another woman involved. The bitch who started the problem in the first place walks up at this point when the guy's fighting with her man and tries to knock his motorcycle over. 
The reason I'm telling this story is, <laughs> why are we as quote unquote adults acting like children? Uh, Collectively. You mean like more so than uh, in the past? or it's Maybe it's because there's CCTVs yeah. and we can actually see what's going I on. I think it is. I can't believe the way people behave. It's pretty amazing. I don't understand. So our son... It's hard to be bored on this planet our, our, if you just fumble son, around the internet. Our son, we, when I basically rolled my eyes and shook my head and went, what the fuck? <laughs> he said the same thing because he was sitting next to me. Um, but we, on our Facebook... Um, we were both on Facebook. That video came up at the same time on both of our Facebook pages. <laughs> and we were watching the same video and didn't realize it. Yeah. And I said, what the fuck is wrong with people type thing? And he said, I know. I was just watching this video. Turns out it was the same one. His theory is that all these people that are getting caught behaving badly mm -hmm. are on drugs. Oh, wow. That's what he thinks. That could be. He thinks that uh, illicit drugs are causing bad behavior. Alcohol and drugs... And the only reason we're seeing so much of it is because people behaving in good ways are boring. <laughs> That's probably yeah. more. I mean, you're not uploading that and being like, look at this guy helping that old lady across the street. And we're like, well, does she fall? <laughs> we're like, no. <laughs> then why Why is it on Facebook? No. Yeah. That's so dumb. anyways, I just had to share that because I cannot believe people's behavior. There was another video that I saw some chick getting pissed off and throwing shit at people in a fast food restaurant oh the chair yeah I and just, then the lady you know deflecting the chair i just wah, wah, wah. this was a different one i've seen oh. so many of those videos i just yeah. don't understand why people feel that i mean people feel that being so violent aggressive and reactionary and entitled they feel that that is okay yeah where did they get that idea and has it always been that way yeah i think so I think stupid people exist, I mean, obviously throughout history. Obviously, but I mean... Maybe I, a bit more confidence in a free society or in a semi-free or however you want to look at your damn society. In, a, in the Western world, we do have a lot of uh, things we can go fuck up that are... You're free to go into businesses and free to walk around and I use just don't remember transportation people, and... I don't know. When I was just our boy's age, I don't remember people behaving like this. It mm -hmm. was it was mm -hmm. not as common. No, I, I agree with you. It doesn't feel like people had the same amount of courage and... and confidence in themselves as they do now yeah but violence has always been a thing and that right. violence is mo mainly stupid people doing stupid right. things for stupid reasons it's just wow i know anyway i you know <laughs> fuck i feel like we could probably go through a list of things throughout the week that we saw that it's was just like, Whoa. i mean most of my feed is a lot of that kind of crap mm -hmm. like, well really. i see shit and i never go outside i mean i'm i'm in this house and i work and i do my thing mm -hmm. and i will go outside on occasion of course i do but it's winter time here and fuck that yeah um but uh yeah just recently an interaction with a neighbor uh went out and basically smiled and said hi and i got the strangest look from this person because i spoke to them right People and, I, don't. and i was like uh <laughs> I, i'm on the internet i did don't want to be did i you. see did i You're see real. something offensive i said hell good morning right i didn't realize that was offensive well i maybe, guess we're maybe it was my hair color could be maybe they don't like purple could be purple it's really not that purple it's <laughs> not anymore now it's dark. like silver <laughs> no it's, it's brownish purple it's like your hair i don't know I, I we're on the internet so much and we've kind of desensitized ourselves i don't know we definitely have some weird cunts in the neighborhood but most people aren't that way like when you talk to somebody in the world they're not as unhinged as if you were to talk to them on online Right. No, no, I get it. Context in, you know, I get it. But what about that. these interactions that I see and I'm experiencing just over the past few years where yeah. 
uh, I, I'm unex- it's unexpected. Their reactions are unexpected. It's like, whoa, I've never met this person. I don't know who they are. I'm being nice. I know I am. I actually have a big smile on my face. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Whatever it may be. And they're giving me the dirtiest look and shaking their head as they walk away. It's like, what was that? You might run into a lot of cunts. Maybe. Might be possible. Maybe we. Maybe that's we're just surrounded by cunts here where we live. Could be. Yeah. I mean, we have good neighbors. We can't. They can't all be good. Right. So maybe that one's just the, the one in the neighborhood that's not good. Maybe it's just uh, you know Eastern Washington. And you caught them in a bad day. Oh, it's just everybody in Eastern uh, Washington. No, I'm Fine. not saying. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. Hashtag most. Hashtag half. Hashtag. I'm not one to. I can't even throw a number out there. I know. I know. It's just every once in a while you find a one that's a. I'm going to reasonably say that I'm remembering the bad instances and not the good ones because the bad ones are the ones that stick. Right. So out of, I don't even know how many interactions. At this point in January of 2023, interactions with outside folks face to face. Grumpy. uh, I have. I've had one. Oh really? Oh yeah. No two because the UPS guy. How are they? Are they good? Uh, One was shitty. Huh. One was a new neighbor that gave me a dirty look for saying good morning. And how's the UPS guy? UPS guy, uh, rushed but happy. Okay, so one out of two. Yeah. All right. So 50%. Fuck. But I've only had two interactions since fucking Christmas, so... (laughs) It does seem like people are are busier, are Mm -hmm. more distracted, Mm -hmm. and that that leads to less, I don't know, warmth. Mm -hmm. It does seem like people have have a less warmth. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to put my finger on because I don't want to bitch about like the world being worse than it was before. No, no, that's... I'm, and I know you're not doing that No. Either, but it's like, it, I'm tempted to because it's like, yeah, fucking... When you watch the internet or when you're on the internet, it's like, damn, this is... Right. Deplorable, a lot of this stuff well, that's going on all around the trying, world all the time. Trying to keep it in perspective is the challenge mm-hmm. because... Um, what's going clickbait? What's going to grab your attention? What's going to, um, I don't know, gain the most attention for clicks because that's the world we live in at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be shit that's out of the ordinary, unbelievable, ridiculous, you know, that sort of stuff. So, of course, we're going to be inundated with that stuff on social media. Is but it painting a fake world? <clears throat> it, I, it might be. Yeah. But um, what are they? Life will imitate art. Yeah. Eventually. Mm-hmm. And because people are led to believe that art is reality, you know, what what they see every day is the way things are. They will follow suit. I um, wish we were watching the Jetsons more and we could I know. fly around in cars Need and more Jetsons. live on towers and have your own little tower thing that floats. Jane, his wife. Yeah. So, you know... I'm, I'm not sure where I'm at with this, all of this. I just wanted to bring that up because I'm blown away at what I'm seeing. Now, it's social media, so it's what's going to grab the attention, what's going to, you know, gain clicks and all that. I get it. They're not going to put boring shit up there of people just reading a book. They're not going to do that. What's it doing to us? That's my question. Yeah. Because people are, um, art imitates life is is been um, a constant right. because you you make what you know you create what you know art imitates life which imitates art is the next step and what we're gaining here what we're developing into is is our life imitating the art that we're surrounded by and that art is social media death metal oh 
uh, that's so, probably better. <laughs> you know, I think it's empowering people to speak their mind um, and, you know, maybe take the steps that they wouldn't normally take in whatever direction. And I don't know. I think it's making people a little more empowered and more um, uh, gaining confidence in whatever it is they're doing. Mm -hmm. And those are good traits as long as they're tempered with grace and wisdom. If they're, if they're not tempered with grace and wisdom, you get entitlement, aggression, and misdirected society. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I agree. So, and, and nobody's out there going, okay, now pay attention. There's, there's nobody out there. I don't want to say nobody. It's not very common to have somebody say, okay, yes, you are empowered, but you're empowered within reason and move forward with grace. Don't just Hulk smash everyone around <laughs> you. You know, wow. and a few people are actually being reminded, you know, if you punch somebody, be prepared to get punched back. Right. <laughs> a lot of people forgot that because the Internet protects them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. When you look in some places, it feels like it's the end of the modern era and gone and it's going in or the end of what we used to know, I guess. And it's going into something else. But almost the end of civilization as we know it it's weird it's very strange i don't know but that's part got, of me that sees that the other part of me is like fuck yeah right Put well the thing in my brain fuck I, it i want to be a cyborg bitches of you had to take it there because i have to disagree with you well, i know um but Only i'm part of me likes that too i'm sitting back with my giant mug of hot coffee just going wow hmm. <laughs> silently sitting on the bench on the sidelines just watching all the action around me going what the fuck is happening <laughs> there's a lot of angry people <laughs> wow Nobody knows what's going on, and nobody can really stop anything. Although there's some people that know what's going on. I so, was I was actually half tempted to say to that person when I said good morning, and they gave me a dirty look, be like, "Oh, why so angry?" But <laughs> because boom, boom, boom. well, the funny part of you know that's the funny side of my brain is to point out the elephant in the room. Yeah, and you know, snap them out of it. But I, who knows? I probably get shot nowadays. Yeah, who knows what's going on? <laughs> well, this is all we started all of this because of the the TV screens, but mm, it is really that's right. Sorry, but no, no, it's it fits in exactly because it's. Uh, I'll, I'll fit it into something else, too. Just a Ride podcast this Friday. Not last week, but this next week, we're going to be talking about... Uh, basically, Shaden is bringing the information about casinos and how they kind of mess with, with people on... Uh, really, the one-eyed bandits and the kind of computer stuff mm -hmm. really messes with the mind, mm -hmm. according to a specific study that he's uh, going to tell us about. And really, I think of, of social media as a casino mm -hmm. it really is a dopamine casino you're just going through oh no 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 oh what's this mm -hmm. oh no 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 oh i hate that person no no, no. <laughs> you know it's that and it's weird for our brains but what what he's going to talk about and uh, you know we'll leave most of it up to him to explain and stuff but it's basically I think we should leave it all up to him to explain well, but yeah yeah well yeah but basically let's just say that there's like a child like a lot of people pay to not to win at the casino the people that spend a lot of time I don't mean the people that are like trying to gamble to make money and win. There's people that sit there for hours throughout the day and they're mm -hmm. paying for a comfort that comes with the binary of win, lose, yes, no. Uh, so they're paying for the comfort of the experience. Right. And I wonder, because I see a correlation between social media and that. We're, we're not paying necessarily for the <coughs> experience on Twitter unless you got the blue check mark now, mm -hmm. uh, which you were before anyway. But... Uh, we're not really paying for it. And we're really not the customers. We're kind of the product. Uh, the customers are kind of the advertising companies. But mm -hmm. what we're doing is the same damn thing. 
and I think about how many hours people spend each day just thumbing through that thing, just like pulling the lever, ding, 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 ding. Mm. And I wonder if, if it puts it at that infant state, because that's what he'll talk about it later. It's, he's calling the segment engineering autism. That's how far they went with that. Mm. Pretty loaded term, but he'll unpack it. But anyway, I don't know what you think about that. We kind of talked about what we think about it. It's, it, we don't, we're the guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. We don't know how it's working. Right. I've noticed a change in me. Mm-hmm. I've noticed a change in my attention span, and not always, but sometimes. I know. don't. <clears throat> I don't notice a change in myself, except for in one area. I don't. I'll, I do my best not to scroll, just because. Um, I don't know. I've been. It's been about two years of me being conscious of that. Don't scroll. Facebook is a tool to connect with individuals. Mm-hmm. If you're not personally connecting with individuals, get off the fucking phone. So that's that's been my mindset for about two years. Um, if I'm not actively participating in a conversation or actively reacting to something like in the shitbox mm-hmm. um, or answering messages, I'm, I'm out. Right. But one thing that I have noticed that has affected me in a negative way is <clears throat> my marketing campaigns. If I'm marketing a product, I'm not as confident in my marketing capabilities as I used to be because the new marketing formats, for one, there's always something bigger and better. There's always something more you could be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always new apps and, and new programs and, and right. new methods and all this stuff. I can't keep up with it like I used to. I used to 10, 15 years ago, I knew what was going on. I knew uh, I was at the very, um, right at the the spearhead of these new projects or whatever it is. cutting edge, damn it. Yeah, where I could actually like move forward and and be on that cutting edge for marketing. There's so much that it's impossible to stay on top of now because it's so vast. And it makes me a little, um, I guess insecure is a good way to put it, where it's like, well, my shit's not as good as that person's. Hmm. I need to aspire to get better. And I find myself uh, in a place in my mind where I, I've never really been before, where it's, I, there's a competition going on. Hmm. And it's not about what you know what you would expect. It's about my marketing campaign isn't getting as many hits as I think theirs is. Right. You know, they're, how do they get their pictures like that? Right. How did they get? And the other thing that's infuriating is like every 27 minutes, Facebook changes its marketing capabilities. Yeah, yeah that's And, been... you know, sorry. Yeah, we know you did it 30 seconds ago, but you can't do that now. Facebook, I constantly am on there like, this is the worst so business for businesses yeah. that's a big business that everybody uses. Yep. Where it's like, we're all on it. It's so dumb. But the business, th- the things they do for small businesses mm-hmm. are, you can't talk to a human ever. Nope. Uh, you can't really change things that go wrong or do any kind of, Mm-mm. you know, they don't give you clear instructions throughout most of it and then they change them constantly. Like yeah. you said, like you can only plan your business around Facebook if you're a wizard because you won't be able to, in three one, three months it'll be completely different. Okay, so there's certain things like Amara B has a Facebook page and the website is connected to the page for Amara B mm-hmm. and there is uh, little marketing campaigns that go on from the website through Facebook. Okay, that's just a normal thing that businesses do. Right. Well, a lot of my products aren't showing up on my Facebook shop because Facebook has rejected them. And it's always, either, 
always one of two things. It's either you cannot promote uh, smoking, tobacco, or alcohol. Right. I don't even know where they get that idea because that's a t-shirt. How is that going against your Facebook marketing standard, you know, advertising standards? It's a t-shirt with a fucking B on it. Right. That isn't smoking. It's not alcohol. I don't get it. And then the other one is medical advice. Right. And there is absolutely no medical advice in any of my products. Right. So, and you have to go through, once a month, they reject probably 60% of my products in my shop. Hmm. Once a month. I wonder if that's if that's how it is for a lot of the other shops um, out there. I bet you it probably is. It's got to, yeah. So I have to go through, if I want to play the game and I want to play along, you know, I have to go through and I have to get into the business manager app portion of owning a business on Facebook and fight against it Right. on each product and explain and resubmit. And I would say 90% of those products that got rejected by the next day are approved with no changes. Weird. It's very strange. So that's, uh, that's not But there's certain ones. There's a crystal kit that I have. It's a a crystal kit. Mm -hmm. There's like 10 different crystal stones in there. Doesn't say anything about medical stuff. Shiny, happy crystals holding hands. It doesn't say anything about smoking or alcohol. It doesn't use the word smoke. It doesn't use the word herbs. It does say that you can put them in your butt. That might be something (laughs) they don't like. Oh, and um, adult products. That was the other thing. Very recently, I have male and female candles Mm -hmm. for... um, They look like dildos, though? No. No, they don't look like dildos. They're they're (laughs) male and female form candles um, of different colors. Uh, I can't promote uh, adult or sexually explicit products. Why the fuck not? It's America, Jack. Well, it's the internet, Jack. They're they're not. Click sexual- over one website over, and it's a porn site. Shut up, Jack. They're not sexually explicit, and they're not adult products. I wouldn't give a children a candle. It's because I use the word male and female. Oh, okay. I tried man and woman. Nope, rejected. Huh? His and hers, rejected. Wow. I know because I'm promoting. Basically, they don't want me promoting sex products. They're fucking figure candles. <laughs> That's weird. It's very strange. But what about the people that promote sex products? You, they, can't, do you can't do it on, do it on Facebook? Facebook? Huh, no, or Instagram. I guess not. I thought that half the things on Wish were that. I know. There's all kinds of weird shit on Facebook. I don't know how they get away with it. I know. It feels like there's a lot of sex on Facebook that gets I know. promoted in your face. I know. And, huh. uh, and mine isn't sex, and they're saying it is. Well, fuck you. This is why, again, Facebook business. Very weird. I, I wish there was a better place. Facebook's bad in so many different ways, yep, but so, for, as a business, it's like, well... Yep, reeling, like reeling it back to my, business. my original statement, uh, that's been the effect that Facebook has had on me, is questioning my marketing <laughs> campaigns <gasps> and my, my insecurity as far as having effective, um, I don't know, advertising. And it makes you wonder if people are putting your candles up their butt. And God bless you, but you should... Effective sorry. <laughs> images and that sort of thing. Right. And Instagram has gotten just as bad in the past year. Has it? Uh, and I was like, what happened to Instagram? Well, it's owned by Meta. Well, that's what I realized so about a year ago. So bots are crawling over that shit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be. Instagram was different than it is now. It used to be a fun place just a year ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe a year and a half ago. I don't even know. I would go to Instagram before Facebook every day. And now I get on there, and I'm like, oh, God, it's just gross. I wonder 10 years from now, getting back to like the just the consumption of, of mm-hmm. all this stuff... I wonder what the proper amount 
would be if, if a scientist or an archaeologist an archaeologist looks back and goes, well, these people a neuroscientist, look, yeah, looks like yeah, that would probably be the best, <laughs> right? Uh, evolutionary biologist be like, well, these people that watched a lot of internet, they did all you know, this this happened to their brain over the course of their life. Mm-hmm. These people, they got a little bit, and man, that helped them a lot. They used the how-to videos and sprung, you know, mm-hmm. or who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder what what's uh, what's the best strategy for the internet? Just use it when you when you want to learn or. Well, that's that's where I go. I run my business on the internet, mm-hmm. and I market on the internet. Have to at this and, point, and I learn on the internet. Would want to, yeah. Same. And you know, I guess I use the internet too to um, contact my suppliers and my customers. And I use it to waste time. I really do. I have to admit that it's like there's nothing other than me wasting time. Oh, like, and I don't have that much time, but I know I spend a little bit of time going, huh. What's this? Well, I take I, a lot of classes, too. I take a lot of courses. Yeah. See, that's the thing. There's so much on the internet right. that enhances our lives that even if you have a, a, you know, depending on your feed, it's probably, it can be really enjoyable if you don't do like what I do on mm. one, of, one of my Facebook accounts. I just have complete, mm-hmm. all the news sources, which is a source of absolute, you know, I've mm-hmm. talked about it here before. It right. It be a real pain in the ass. Uh, but it's very, I feel super misinformed because I'm propagandized from all the groups mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel informed on the propaganda if that right. makes sense if it, that makes me sound like a tinfoil hat cunt <laughs> I can't help be that mm-hmm. uh, especially at this point in time it's like I don't like any y'all all, all of you seem like you're working against the best interests of like you know normal people so mm-hmm. whatever uh, anyway enough on that so gas station <laughs> gas station screens <laughs> yeah we're gonna go no on that no but, no uh, what could they do if they wanted to be futuristic and shit and you kind of get the vibe they're like we want to be co- the cool guys okay like, look at well, this cool shit you want to be cool um <clears throat> you have at best seven minutes with somebody at best right unless the pump is broken what can you what can you give them in seven minutes that can benefit their life oh, quiet peace and quiet a nice smell instead of gasoline mm-hmm. unless you like gasoline uh <laughs> a, a back rub that would be better if you stop this would be something they would do in japan honestly it's like come on in we're, we're, we're the we're a place we give you a back rub real quick it'll be humans. a robot robot back rub Ooh. somebody we can't even have fucking, Sit in the, the comfy we chair. can't have airing a uh, tire airing machines Without some crackhead yeah, ripping method, ripping the fucking thing off, taking a chair to it weekly. What you're saying is we're what not going to have nice things until we fix this drug problem. <laughs> what? <Uh-oh. laughs> we, we're not going to. It's not just the drug problem. It's the attitude problem. Yeah. It's aggression in people, whether it's drug induced or not. Well, people are just fucking angry. Yeah. So you can't we can't have nice things and if you have a back rub robot he'll be broken in <laughs> he'll have his 72 back hours and he'll need a back rub yeah yeah and then they'll need you know to set something up to protect the back rub robot and <laughs> it, it, that'll have dicks drawn they'll on it get pelted with salt or something <laughs> and then they'll be sued because somebody got shot in the uh, eye with a salt pellet uh by I way no not in japan <laughs> i don't know what it is about japan but japan they do not hasn't do that they There's have, quite a few things that they do differently. I'm sure do, they have their fucking assholes just like everybody Certainly. does because they're human. Certainly. But 
there's a certain element of respect and honor that is part of their culture. Yes. That we just don't they have would leave that in the United they States. They would leave the back rub robot at the gas station of the fuck alone and right. use it for the purpose that was intended. Because somehow they get it. Yeah. Well, I think maybe they have less meth. I don't know. Maybe. It's, they're pretty strict on drugs there. I don't there, know. I'm not sure what the, what the and thing is. it's an is. island. It's harder to get drugs there, but still, it's still there. I'm know, not sure what it is, but uh, yeah. And I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't either. I'm speculating that they're... But I, I, having read a little bit about their culture... Having met and listened to a man who lives there and has lived there his whole life, yeah, um, yeah, there's there's a certain amount. Of, even even though he was a fucking crook, still at one time when yeah. he was really young and made bad decisions because he had young power, yeah, um, he still had a sense of honor. He did, and it was amazing to hear, you know, a crook. I like how you said that. I'm it like, was what? for what? what? He was a he was he part was. of a gang. He was he was a badass, uh, but yeah, did bad things. He, he just, did bad things, but with honor. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Hearing these stories is like, what? Okay. We don't do that in America. We're just bang, bang, bang. Everything's dead. Yeah. Fuck off. That's not good. Okay. All right. We're going to move on. Okay. This is the next thing that we're talking about that we talked about on JAR last mm. week that okay. I want to I ask you about. Okay. So, and this is something we've talked about a ton. This is like our goal mm-hmm. is to soften as we grow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think you do it naturally. Uh, although you, you might go the opposite way mm-hmm. as things get more painful and mm-hmm. if we get sicker, if we don't take care of ourselves as well or whatever things catch up to us, mm-hmm. we, are, we, we my goal is to be a nice person at the end to the nurse and doctors that are dealing with me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, but who knows what will happen. I just, my goal is to try my best mm-hmm. to be in a state of mind where I'm grateful and thankful as an old man. And when somebody's like, okay, we're going to have to roll you over. I know this isn't going to be fun. And I'll be like, it's cool. Thank mm-hmm. you for your assistance. Well, you know, I think instead of like, fuck off, you can't get out of my, you know, I've seen it go both ways and I don't want to be a dick. Anyway, <laughs> I think, uh, from my experience, and this is going to kind of touch on the way that I live my life, uh, in a spiritual sense, part of, um, learning witchcraft is becoming friends with your shadow self. Um, at least getting to know the dark side of yourself, what right. you're capable of, um, what your darkest moments look like, your dark thoughts, um, and basically s- standing toe to toe with those things and embracing them, not living them, right. but understanding them, understanding the negative things that you are capable of, understanding your negative thoughts and why they're there and where they came from, and then addressing those situations. Because you have a shadow side. You have a dark side for a reason. And usually that dark shadow side gets you through some really hard shit. It's evolution, baby. So I think part of being uh, human is to progress and grow. And part of that progression and growing is being, um, is, is meeting that shadow self and understanding where these things come from. Now, when you are at the end of life um, and you're experiencing end of life things, hospice situations, when you're facing your own mortality and it's literally minutes away Mm -hmm. in the big scheme of things, individuals are forced to face their shadow at that point because it is inevitably the last time they will the scariest time in their life now part of it is consciously known um, and they are fearful Um, and if they have not stood toe to toe with their dark side their shadow side 
it's going to consume them at the end because you have to face it. And that's why so many people have ungraceful deaths. Right. Um, they say things that they never would have said uh, because the, their demon, their demon inside, their dark shadow self is coming to the surface because it has been caged for so long and suppressed for so long that, you know, it's hungry now. Yeah. And your light and your dark comes to a beautiful balance right before you leave. Seems like it. At least that is my perspective. And so when they meet, you if you don't spend the time in your younger years introducing your demon to your angel, quote unquote. <laughs> right. And know shake, what you're capable yeah, of. Shake yeah. hands and let's all be friends here. Um, no, we're not going to do the dark things that the shadow side wants us to do. But we are acknowledging it and mm -hmm. we do understand why. And we're going to set that aside just in case we do need that someday. We appreciate you. Now sit down. Right. <laughs> You know, um, and if you haven't done that work, that shadow self is going to come right to the surface at the end of life. Softening as you grow older, um, I think that process comes with meeting your shadow. Uh, and, and it's a never ending thing. It's not like, okay, I did that. Check that off the list. Moving on. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. It's a constant evolvement every day of your life until you're no longer here because You'll never truly know yourself. I don't think we can ever truly know ourselves. And the reason I say that is because our experiences are what make up our perspective here. And you experience every day something new, something different. Even if you're at home and you never leave your house, <laughs> right. you have new experiences. The cat is just a new, life of experiences. New emotions, you know, new, uh, new thoughts and new perspectives. That's part of being alive. And as your perspectives, as your perspective changes and your experiences grow, your shadow also changes. It's not just your conscious, it's your subconscious as well. It's hard to put a pin on something that's always moving, right? R exactly. Yeah, so you're you know. constantly evolving. That is just part of being human. Mm -hmm. You may feel like you're not, um, but it is impossible for you to go from 20 to 40 and not have a single new experience in your life. Right. Even it's 20 to not 20. Even, even t Monday to Tuesday. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So that kind of plays into the idea that um, the thought that I had the other day, somebody mentioned something about someone else saying, I can't believe how much they've changed. It's been, But it has been like 10 years. I just can't believe it, you know? And of course they've changed, right? you know, and that led me on to another thought process of another individual who hasn't spoken to someone else in about four years. Uh, and that individual was blown away at how much that person changed so much so that they didn't like him anymore. Oh, wow. You know, and it's like, whoa, okay. You know, or how many people are listeners? How many people in your lives are uh, angry at you because you're doing something different. How many family or friends, members of your family or your friends have uh, gotten pissed off at you because you're just not the same as you used to be? I don't know. I don't talk to my family anymore. Uh, oh, wait, shit. <laughs> I've changed. Right. right. <clears throat> and, you know, the people that hold it against you, something you did 15 years ago, was like, I don't even remember that person. So we're constantly evolving, we're constantly changing and growing, and growing softer as you grow older 
Well, it's a, it's it's an inevitable. It's an inevitability, I think. If you're paying attention and your desire to do most crime goes down as you get older. Understanding is exactly. Often, yeah. Most people, most, I don't want to say most, there are a lot of people out there that refuse, refuse to s- reflect on themselves, refuse to look inside. They don't want to because they don't like what they see. They're not, um, they're not comfortable being alone. They're not comfortable sitting in silence. Um, and why? Why, are th- why is that? I was that person. And I wondered, not the alone part, I always wanted to be alone, but I had to have music on, or I had to have the TV on, or something. And, and I began to wonder, why is it I can't be alone in, in silence? We're and, pretty social creatures. That's well, the default setting for humans. I'm not saying living your entire life in silence. I'm saying go an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't turn on the background TV. Oh, sure, yeah. And I've discovered that I have a difficult time not having the TV on because the silence is unnerving to me. Hmm. It was. Uh, it's not now. And uh, we now have a home that is absolutely silent <laughs> most of the time. Not me in here. Well, no, yeah. no. And downstairs, you know, I'm doing my thing. And then, of course, we've got Michelle down there who's right. just talking away. But we don't have a TV on and in, in the living room anymore because right. we, we removed the TV from the living room. Mm-hmm. So it's silent mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. It is. You can hear a dog fart. <laughs> but the little dog fart that you're not supposed to hear, the one that yeah, the one that goes that you want to blame on me, mm. you know, uh-huh. it wasn't me, it was the dog. But now we can hear it and pinpoint that. Well, shit. obviously that was enough serious chatting. Well, <sighs> now we're talking about dog farts. Well, you got to throw in some dog farts yeah. on the Scatcast every once in a while. About dog farts, does it make sense to you? It makes sense <laughs> to me. I don't know. Uh, to me, it makes sense, and they'll hear what the guys think and what I think uh, this week. I'm probably totally off of what. I have no idea no. what they talked about. Oh, you should, it's really your own opinion. I love hearing your opinion. Okay. That's why I asked. Um, I, I think it's I was exactly, meaning I probably deviated from... I don't think I de- deviated from the question. No. That's how my brain processed it. That's exactly... Uh, I followed followed the question. Goodness gracious. Okay. Good stuff. No, softening as we grow older, I think... I mean, it's not really for end of life. Like, I watched my mom, who is soft pretty mm-hmm. much most of her life. I mean, on, on some level. Uh, not necessarily picked and choose but uh you know wasn't soft at the end because mm-hmm. it was she had never met her demons before right. never met her shadow or her darkness or however you want to look at it was what denied what she was capable of at her worst mm-hmm. which is the way, another way to look at it and it it hurt her and my relationship but quite a bit at the end where mm-hmm. you know it was already strained because she's dying and i'm sad she's dying and right. she's sad she's dying mm-hmm. and i'm trying to help her knowing she's dying and she's denying that she's dying mm-hmm. and, and everybody's angry at everybody it's you know i'm not angry i'm just sad and blown away by the situation and, yep. and she's angry and, and f- scared shitless really right you know and i think you have to you have to delve in there a little deeper mm-hmm. to not be scared but the whole world revolves around people being afraid of their death that's what religion is that's mm-hmm. what governments protect us from it's all about f- well, I our find, fear of death so you know luck. i find that that concept by itself even though <clears throat> part of me uh, i'm not looking forward to my death right i'm really not because i'm enjoying this experience that i'm having same i don't know what happens after we die nobody does right. there's not one person ever in the history of ever that can tell you Without a doubt, what happens after you die? You get your quarterback. Right. <laughs> and you take the helmet off and you go but back to your dead. there's a lot of theories. There's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of speculation. And there's personal experiences that lead people to believe one way or another or another. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, 
death is inevitable and it should be treated as such. Yeah. It's not like it's an option. It's not like this might happen. It is an absolute fucking guarantee and should not be feared because it's going to happen. Now, I think because we don't know what happens after, there's a certain unknowing there, a uh, certain, you know, I don't know, uh, mystery. And that's what people find scary. Yeah. Um, and Especially what, if you were a cunt. And what, <laughs> and what happens at the time of death. Because death can be painless, evidently. Or it can be extremely painful. Yeah, and, ex- and prolonged. Right. So, you know, I think... I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of the pain that I will experience when I die. If it's one of those. If it's one of those, you know. Um, But I think we treat it wrong. I think we look at it incorrectly. Uh, Death is an an inevitability. It is a destination. (laughs) And it shouldn't be feared. It really shouldn't be. Um, And I think if we feared death less we probably would have more joy in our life. Certainly. Instead of constantly avoiding something out of the fear of an occurrence, we would enjoy the time that we do have more. And to me, that seems like an understanding of fear. Yes. And I think that also plays into growing softer as you get older. Same. So, no, I'm not afraid to die. I'm absolutely not afraid to die. What I am afraid of is the pain that I might experience when it happens. And I don't want to leave here. Right. I don't want to go. I fear the death of people I care about more than I fear my death. That is exactly true. Yeah. I do too. Um, yeah, I don't want to face that. Right. That's the, the shittiest part of mm-hmm. life is even when a pet goes. As I don't, we've all experienced. Ah. I know. I don't fear my death, but I fear the death of you and my son and my mom. And, yeah. You know, um, but I don't fear my own. Right. I don't either. Other right. than I might make some people that care about me sad that I know they'd be sad. Right. Exactly. And that's like, oh, shit. Yeah. But they'll get over it. Y'all get over it. <laughs> All right. So that's softening as we grow. And you'll hear more about that. Uh, or you heard that mm-hmm. last week on Just Ride, last Friday. Uh, last thing. Well, last thing from last week, Just a Ride, the snowball fight thing. We did it back in my day. Mm-hmm. I, I love your experience because you didn't grow up with snow, no. snowball fights because you're a California he, girl. He's so funny. He's like, let's talk about snowball fights. And I went, uh, he said, we talked <laughs> about it on JAR. So I want to hear about your first snowball bite it fight experience or whatever it was and yeah. I was like I grew up in the Bay Area I was like dude I'm dumb I grew up in San Jose California which means that you may have got your hands on like a bit of some frost I think that I you turned sc- into a ball and I threw think, somebody at some point I think when I was in the 8th grade I scraped frost off a bench at one point mm-hmm. just enough to dissolve in my fingers nice yeah, yeah. I made um, a little snowball in uh, Tracy mm-hmm. one one day that was the most frost I had ever seen but that's central that's central California. Yeah. That's not the bay. Right. True. So it's just rain in the bay in the winter. Well, my first snow experience, I was in the fourth grade and my parents took me on a weekend getaway to Tahoe. Boom. And uh, I had I stayed in the hotel room the whole time. Of course. And uh, because my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Griffin, decided to give me seriously. I am not shitting you. It was back during the ditto machine days. Mm-hmm. She gave me it was maybe it was five days. I think it was five days. She was so pissed off that I was leaving. She was not happy. At least that was my mom's perception. Mom went in and told her, um, we're going to be taking her out of school and we don't want her to miss anything. So can you take all of the week uh, week's lessons and just put them in a folder and we'll have her do work while we're in Tahoe. 
Mr. Griffin was so mad. It's probably a whole lot of extra work for her. She's like, God damn, dude. Probably. Right. I haven't printed these out yet. All I know is uh, I got printouts and I got a folder full and those papers were an inch thick. Damn. It was an inch thick of paperwork. She was, so I did it and I finished them all in that time. But I watched Little House on the Prairie, (laughs) um, old reruns of Little House on the Prairie and did my homework all day, every day in the hotel room. And my parents took me out to dinner and, you know, little things. But my first snow experience was it started snowing and I was like on the fourth or fifth floor of this hotel. And my parents were down in the casino pulling the one arm bandits. Mm-hmm. And I saw the snow falling and I was so excited. I wanted to feel the snow because <clears throat> I never experienced it. I was blown away that there was ice falling from the sky. And then that same trip, we took a drive because I wanted to experience the snow. And well, we were leaving Tahoe. It was after the vacation was over. And we drove around the lake or something and we got out and I got to play in the snow, but it was dirty because it was on the side of the road, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I did get to walk across this big field area where there was some snow and feel it in my sandals and my knee socks. <laughs> and I was freezing. Yeah, it is cold. Though. And I didn't realize how snow, I, I knew it was cold. I just didn't realize how cold it actually was because I'd never experienced it. That would it. make you cold. So my Your next, whole damn body. My next uh, snow experience was in college. I was like 19. Mm-hmm. And um, a whole group of us went to Park City, Utah to a friend's house to spend like, uh, it was Christmas or Thanksgiving? It was Christmas. Uh, we headed out to Park City, Utah. That was fun. We made some extra money because we shoveled people's roofs. The snow was so intense. There was so much fucking snow. Um, so you went from really not seeing snow ever to... to well, when we drove to Park City, the berms on the side of the highway were like 12 feet tall. Nice. So they had snow groomers that Fuck would come that. along the roads that we were driving down, and they were snow walls. Yeah. So you're driving down with walls, and when you look out your window, you can see way up there. And cool. I was blown away that they had snow-throwing vehicles. So they would plow the snow and it would shoot it up over the top of the wall. See, we I humans had, are cunts, but we're also very, very smart when I it comes had, to shit like that. I had never seen anything like it. So my first snowball fight uh, was there. Nice. And I got literally clobbered in the side of the head with the snowball. Nice. And it pissed me off. Oh, good. I was not used to that at all. It was cold. It went down my shirt, yeah. my jacket. I was not happy. That's when somebody should have tackled you and like put your face in the snow. Oh, put some man. snow down your back, down your neck. Oh, they, yeah, all those things. That's yeah. good. <clears throat> so it's a rite of passage they, as a human in the snow. They started a snowball fight and uh, I can't remember who it was who taught me how to pack a snowball. And I thought it was kind of mean, um, but they taught me how to pack a snowball. And uh, you thought it was mean because they made it hard and like ready to kill a guy. Yeah. yeah. I made, mean, we made ice balls to hurt the kids. I was going to say that this, I can't remember if it was who it was, if it was a guy or a girl, but they took their beer and poured it on the outside of the Ooh. snowball and iced the shit and then yeah. rubbed it, iced the shit out of that. I was we like, used that, water, not beer, but beer's, well, you know, fucking. Anyways. Yeah. It was crazy. Nice. I was like, what a the beer fuck? snowball. Are you trying to hit, are you trying to hurt somebody yes. like kill them? Not kill him, no. Well, it was a giant ball of ice. Never Anyways, killed him. Never killed that him. was my first experience snowball fight. And then I didn't have another one until after both my kids were born. 
So, um, you want to go outside real quick and I'll shove some snow down a, your neck? There's no snow out there now. Oh, fuck yeah. There's like a sheet of ice on our driveway, but oh. no, there's no snow. It's I'll put all some gone. ice on your boobies. You want some no, booby ice? No, thanks. Okay. Snow pisses me off. <laughs> it's nice to look at. For I don't, a I don't want it on my skin. Okay, fine. Makes me mad. Fair enough. <laughs> so you learned to drive in Colorado in the snow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, how well, no, did you I, take to it quick? Or? I learned to drive in California, but I didn't actually drive and take my driving test until I moved to Colorado. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so I learned, I took driver's ed and all that. Um, I did that in California, but I didn't actually take the test until I moved to Colorado. And I didn't get my license until I was 22 23 years old Hmm. because there was really no reason for me to do it before that you know I lived in the Bay Area there's no reason to drive a car right it really isn't (laughs) really Um, Colorado yeah up in the mountains yeah you need a vehicle yeah Um, so really I learned to drive but I but I really learned how to drive on the icy roads way up in the mountains of Colorado and but you I mean that's where you started though mm -hmm. you're like basically yeah so your first day when you got a vehicle Mm -hmm. you were like okay I got this Mm mm-hmm yeah, I was a little bit nervous because it had been years since I'd been behind the wheel of a vehicle. Um, but I got that Blazer. It was a four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the first day I drove, but I remember the first period of time that I was driving. And Do you it remember was, the first snow? Yo, yeah, I remember the first snow because I forgot to drop the awning over my front door. Uh, the cabin that I lived in, the door should have opened in like normal front doors, but the door... Uh, and my cabin opened out, ah. which so they had this little awning thing that dropped down over when your door was shut. You, dr- you went out and you dropped the awning down. We had a mud room, and in that mud room they had these lever things where you can drop an awning down so it kind of reached almost to the ground. Right. So as snow fell outside your door, it would just run off the awning and pile up. Instead of just switching the door so it opened in. I don't know why they didn't, but because it opened out. If you're if you got too much snow, you wouldn't be able to get out of your house. Yeah. To get you couldn't push it. Dun, 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 yeah, well bow. we got like three feet. Two and a half, three feet in one night. And I woke up in the morning to go to work and did not put the awning down because I was not paying attention. Right. Single mom up in the mountains, just fresh out of California. I'm still wearing my fucking Uggs instead of snow boots. Right. <laughs> yep. Jeans. Um, didn't see that one coming. No, I didn't. And uh, I got stuck in my house and my snow shovel was outside. Dang. So I had to fight my way out. Anyways, that was my first real snow experience. And then I had to drive and I had a, my driveway was like a 9% grade to get because my driveway was shaped like a U. Hmm. So I had to drive along the creek and then take a hairpin turn and then started the 9% grade up the hill to get onto Highway 103. Nice. And then you had to turn another sharp hairpin turn to go towards town. That's an easy way to get stuck. Yeah. Well, my car never got stuck. Um, it, My truck, my blazer, it did fantastic. But I was so nervous. Hmm. Um, and then it was around, and everything was great. I'm getting used to it, right? Uh, I don't want to say I was getting ballsy because I had a little kid in the car. I had a two-year-old. Right. Um, you felt confident. I was, But I was confident in my driving. And then I left one morning, and I think we were 21 below that morning. And I was driving to drop her off at daycare and going into work. And my breath was freezing on the inside of my windshield. Even though my heater was blasting. Shit. 
it was freezing to the inside of my windshield. So I'm driving and I took out, well, I didn't, couldn't find my scraper. So basically I grabbed around in my purse until I found my driver's license and used my driver's license to scrape the inside of my windshield Yeah, because my breath was freezing to the windshield. Yikes. So I've been there. I've seen that before. My heater was on, but I guess there was something that something wasn't right about it. So we had to fix the heater. Um, so that got fixed. And then it wasn't, um, shortly after that, we had a whiteout conditions and I was coming back from work one day, picking the daughter up at daycare, heading up the mountain. And it was only like six 30, maybe it wasn't that late, but we had a blizzard. It was whiteout outside. It was my first experience in a whiteout blizzard in the vehicle. I should have stayed in town. Mm. I should have just maybe, I didn't know who to stay with, but I should have stayed with somebody because I'm driving up this mountain road with zero visibility. And so there was, luckily enough, there was a car ahead of me, um, but I I couldn't see any taillights or anything. So the car ahead of me, as long as they didn't drive off the road, I wasn't going to either. Mm -hmm. And they were big tires, whatever vehicle it was. So I was following their tires, hoping, praying that their tires would continue past my driveway. And they did. And whatever they were driving, I don't know, it looked like, almost looked like a snow machine tracks. They were big, whatever it was. But I was following that, but I had to drive with my door open. So I drove with my door open. There's no point in looking out the windshield. None. So I drove with my door open, and I had my fucking head out the door. Brittany had blankets piled on her. And I had the door open, and I was driving with my head out the door, keeping my tires in the tracks. Because that's all I could do. I could only see, like, maybe two feet in front of my car. Jeez. And stopping in that wouldn't be safe No, either, you can't. Another vehicle will come. Exactly. Like, oh, shit. Do, do, do. Well, hopefully nobody's driving more than, you know, three miles an hour. That's what I was doing. Right. I had it in granny low. Yeah. And was just in four-wheel drive, just slowly creeping up the road. Yeah. I don't know how long it took me to get home, but that was the most harrowing driving I ever did. Sheesh. Insane. And was that in the first few years? I mean, that was... The first like three months of living there. <laughs> Baptized <Yeah>. and gasoline. <laughs> three Fuck. months of living there. I was insane. Damn, yeah. dude. So I would say that, uh, and then of course, you know, spring came and the ice and the runoff and uh, so then summer came and I was able to take my vehicle off road and do some really fun shit. So uh, I think I learned, I don't know. I think I learned under the best conditions how to drive. Yeah. I, I oh, really yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I really do. So valuable. Mm-hmm. And now in the Northwest, it's like you never know what you're going to get. Well, we have th- we have all of the things that you've been able to be yeah. in in California and the extremes of Colorado. Well, one of the things here. that I did was a a, a person a person that I knew took me out to the Safeway parking lot at like one in the morning. In this small town, it was Safeway was closed, um, but their streetlights were still on, and it was completely empty, empty parking lot. And Doing so some donuts. exactly, yeah. That's how you so do it. basically, you know, he was just telling me, he's like, okay, I, you need to lose control of your vehicle on purpose. That way you can correct it, but don't be stupid and flip the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we did over and over and over again. And that was the best way to become, um, I don't know, familiar with the way my vehicle handled and what to do under certain circumstances because I was safe and putting myself in those situations on purpose yeah. and then getting out of them. So. Yep. Anyways. It's crazy when you live where the fucking wind will hurt you. 
Yes. And the water so, turns to ice. I know. The air hurts your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's my snowball story. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you had a snowball fight in uh, Humboldt, and that's basically no, your first Park one. City. Or Park City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when you went to Humboldt. I went to go to Humboldt. Yeah. Now it's Cal Poly Humboldt. And you went, but it was in Park City, Utah. Park City, Utah on a, yeah, a, a holiday vacation. And I got in a snowball fight there. That's really kind of the only real snowball fight I got involved in. Because after that, it was I had kids, and it's like, don't hit me with snowballs. Right, you were you know? angry mom, and I was an angry, angry mom. No at one's that hitting point. angry mom. Yeah, it's like you know, the, don't let the seven-year-old see that. See, I wish now stop it. I wish you could have got to experience uh, being a young person, like a first, second, third, fourth, fifth grade, building igloos in mm-hmm. your neighborhood. Like I lived in a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was literally like playing a. You know that I don't know if you did this, but there's a war game that you'd play with your friend where you draw little army men on a piece of paper, like from the top down view. This is what we did in the early eighties. Mm-hmm. It was before video games, bro. <clears throat> well, well, video games, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'd draw like your army of tanks and shit. And right. then there'd be a line. And then you'd draw like a little a dot with a pencil or whatever, and then you'd fold the paper and it would leave a mark on the other side, the yeah. other side, and it would be like a hit and then you'd destroy or something or whatever. So it's like battleship but with paper. Yeah. We did that with snowball fights and like igloos and shit. I mean, that's how we thought about it. We were like, fucking, we built, we built all sorts of forts. Like not one fort. We built like little running my forts kids, and my shit. My kids did that. My fun. kids made forts in the yard because we old, did have quite a bit of snow. It was the older kids. They'd bring out like wood planks and shit. And they're like, if we put this wood plank here, we'll have this fucking, and it's like, whoa, our fucking shit. I don't want this to ever melt. I hope it never melts, man. You know what I was doing when I was in the third, Until you second, take a fucking snowball to the face. Then you're like, I hope it all melts right immediately. Second, third, and fourth grade you what? know what i was doing surfing or some shit no i was being bugs. i was literally being a monkey oh yeah when i was at school on recess i was on the monkey bars oh, yeah. um and doing crazy shit crazy oh. acrobatic shit and we got in trouble a lot because we weren't supposed to be doing that one girl nice. a friend of mine her name is peggy peggy smith um we used to do this thing it was called the cherry picker where on the monkey bars, <clears throat> you basically hang from your legs. So you just drape your legs over the bar mm-hmm. and hang upside down. And then you'd swing, intentionally swing back and forth, back and forth, until you got enough momentum to kick your legs straight and throw yourself down on the ground and land on your feet. Dude, the duty and or new nade, whatever you call them, yeah. uh, shitting themselves. <laughs> Over that stuff, especially today, they, I mean, they wouldn't even allow you to do that kind of thing. But fucking shitting herself or hit himself. Yeah, well, Peggy did that. We, we we had done it a fuck ton. You start by holding someone's hands, you know, and then you do, you get to a point where you can cherry pick your way off. Mm. So you just straighten your legs and throw your legs down and land on your feet. Mm-hmm. We did it a thousand times. Sure. Well, one day, Peggy didn't get enough momentum and she landed. And when she landed, she broke her arm. Oh, okay. And arm, she, but still, she, well, she broke her arm right at the growth plate. Oh no. Oh. And so Peggy and I knew each other until gosh, after I graduated until that moment. Oh. Well, no, until after I graduated from high school, uh-huh. we went to archbishop mini high school together. Okay. And she still had one arm shorter than the other and she couldn't straighten it all the way out. Cause she broke her elbow oh. is where she broke it, but oh. it was right on the growth plate. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing. <laughs> okay. You know, and then there was a game that we played out in the lawn. Uh, I, I winter California winter games. It was a it was a ball game. I don't remember. I just know it was brutal. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like tackle football kind of stuff kinda. without rules or something. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. But it was it was brutal, and and people got hurt all the time, and they ended up making us stop playing that, and they had us play dodgeball instead. Ah, okay. Yeah, because that one was too brutal. We played it with a soccer ball. I think it was a soccer ball. Nice. Yeah. It's funny because we turned every single sport into smash the guy. Yeah. I mean, we did it with basketball. We did mm-hmm. it with soccer. We did it with football. It was fun. Dodgeball. Yeah, I did. I did some crazy shit. I mean, gosh. But doing that in the snow, you can do tackle crap in the snow. We did that all the time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was cold, but we all had, you know, it coats and shit. It, but it didn't exist for me growing up. But if you could have, if you could have done the neighborhood wars, that was so much fun. And that's where you <laughs> learned the ice balls. I mean, we literally had... There was older kids in my neighborhood, so I was just following along and stuff. But they mm-hmm. would make, when they grew up, it's kind of sucked because none of us took the torch on. But they would make ice balls and they would nail us with them. And Ow. We, we grew up, yeah, hurting. Ow. Uh, there was a lot of, like, I remember going in a lot of times going, like, those kids are mean. But then wanting to go back out because it was yeah, like, it was so fun to crawl through all the fucking things they built. <laughs> if you got hit in the face with one of those eyeballs, it'd break, uh, ice balls, it would break your nose. Uh, yeah, it could have. I've been hit by Fractured him. your fucking skull. I didn't do any of that. Although Good. I'm probably stupider now. It's possible. <laughs> Certainly possible. Uh, uh, would have won a Nobel Prize. That's how hard it hit me. I dropped 30 IQ points. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anywho. Um, well. It was good times. Yeah. So, I think and I think you would have done great. You would have been a little general out there. You would have been like, this way. You get him. And, you know, you could have mm-hmm. done some, like got on some guy's shoulders and smashed him extra hard double <laughs> had the forehand stuff it would have been great I saw it all the time it was great uh, alright uh-huh. well well, that's enough of all this stuff that's uh, that was some of the topics that we talked about on JAR okay I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to him about, with you because it's always fun to hear your insight <laughs> and all of your stories I do want to ask one more thing my stupid perspective what is it uh, chicken update what was the last thing oh <laughs> Michelle got a bath Okay, so chickens take baths in dust. They take dust baths. I had no idea about that until I got these chickens. Yeah, so they they, they which take... by the way, you look like a smarty for getting all these chickens. Have you seen the price of eggs? No, lately? I haven't. I haven't looked. From what I've heard, I haven't looked either. But I've heard there's memes well, all over the place about that it. So eggs have gone up, but I do memes know... memes are always true. By the way, just so you know, <laughs> I do know these girls provide us with anywhere from seven to nine eggs a day. So they're they're really keeping us in 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 the eggs. But chickens take baths in dirt. They'll find a little dusty part and they cover themselves with dust and it basically soaks up any excess oil that they have and keeps the mites and the bugs down and that sort of thing. So they're literally dirty little things. Well, technically, yeah. Yeah. Um, So Michelle has a dust bath box. Dirty ass dinosaurs. That she um, she gets access to it probably. She should have access to it every day, but I have too much to do to clean up dirt every day off the downstairs right. in the basement. So she gets it three times a week. And she throws it around and has a blast. The thing with Michelle is she is um, she's, she's, a, she's a different bird. Yeah, she's not like the other chickens. She, she didn't develop the same. She did not develop the same. Yeah. There's certain things. She's, what, a, almost a year old and she's just now really roosting. She's like a baby. She's, She'll yeah. probably be a baby her whole life. Exactly. Like yeah. Well, see, she doesn't know how to she doesn't know how to preen her feathers. That's mm-hmm. one thing she has not yet developed a, to clean herself. Um, she'll throw dirt on herself, but she and she'll uh, fluff to get the dirt out. But then she just stands there with her neck all stretched out, just looking around. She doesn't preen yeah. and reorganize her feathers. 
Um, with that comes a chicken that doesn't clean her own feet. She's not great at being a chicken. This no, chicken. no. So I have to clean her Sweet, feet. Sweet though, and she's cute. She is adorable. Yeah. I have to clean her feet, and I usually can take like a wet nap or you know flushable wipes, and I clean between her toes and get her ankles in the bottoms of her feet and get them scrubbed. And she fights me with about it, but I get that clean. I get her <laughs> face clean because she's got goopy, runny eyes. And it's, she's got a sinus problem, and she was born with it. Yeah, she would not be surviving she would not have with lived. the other chickens. So yeah. I have to clean her face uh, every day, basically, and I have to clean her feet every day. Well, uh, she decided she lays in her poop. That's the other thing. If she poops, she'll, like, lay in it. <laughs> so I have to clean her off all the time. I finally got to the point where the wet wipes uh, work working, but I needed a little more help. Because her feet, even though it didn't look like there was poop on them, they smelled bad. So what she did is she tapped into the fire hydrant and got a fire hose. No! I took, I brought her upstairs and I put her in the bathtub and I put about two inches of warm water in there. It would have been cold for me, but, you know, I put some... At any point in this house, I could just stumble into a room or some (laughs) weird thing happening with an animal. Where it's like, oh, we're giving the animal a bath. Of course we are. Well... I didn't give her a bath per se, but I did take a washcloth, scrubbed her feet in the tub, let her walk around, and she actually enjoyed the water. Nice. She was splashing, stomping her feet. It was adorable. A little water dinosaur. But, a water um, sore. I did have to take a washcloth and clean off her ass because that's she just won't do it, so I had to clean that off and clean off her face. Of course, I did her face before I did her ass. Nice. That's good. Um, so, <laughs> it's not too but, good to do ass to mouth. Uh, I got her all cleaned up and, you know dribbled some water on her. She didn't really get wet except for her ass, her legs, and a little bit of her chest. And her face, but... Anyways, I took her downstairs and... Uh, Should have just dunked the bird. See what happened. I don't want to get her too wet, because okay. they're not they're not supposed to be saturated like that. Mm. So anyways, took her downstairs. I'm glad I'm not doing stuff. She walked over just... And you would think that she'd want to shake and preen and, you know, that's what normal birds do. No, mm. she walked over and went burp, 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 and laid in front of the heater oh. and stretched one leg and one wing out. Did she smell like a chicken sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> she definitely didn't smell like chicken poopy anymore. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah, it was cute. So she was laying in front of, the, you know how she does in the sun, mm-hmm. tilts to one side and sticks a leg out and stretches out a wing. That's so cute. She was doing that in front of the heater. Fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> All right. Chicken update. Yeah, That's so a date. Update. Michelle had chicken a bath. Update. Had a bath of chicken. Everyone else is doing great. Goose has claimed ownership of the entire flock of hens. Yeah. Uh, in fact, she's claimed ownership so much that she's dominating them all. She jumps on their back, literally jumps wow. on their back, and pulls their neck feathers while she's standing on them. Dude. Yeah. To make them submit. Wow. Goose is also a bitch because a lover. She's a great. Stalin bird. But she goes in the coop and she sits on the eggs every morning. If I don't get out there before seven, she is in that coop sitting on whatever eggs happen to have been landed on. Mine. And I've learned. I mean, she kicked out all the other mothers. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Well, they go. They can. They're only allowed to go in there to lay their egg, and wow. then she claims the eggs. And I learned Damn. that I have to throw treats down for Goose now. She's like the government. She, I have to throw treats down to distract her from her nest, and it works most of the time, not all the time, mm-hmm. because I, I learned, do not reach under a hen to get the eggs. 
Uh, I thought that that was just, you know, hey, there's she's super sweet. She knows who I am. No. No, fuck that. She's like, Engage. no, I've been pecked. I've been stomped on. I've been literally screamed at. They make this screaming noise when they get it. Oh, <laughs> and anyways, yeah, she does not want me grabbing the eggs out from underneath her. Does not make her happy. And when they peck with intent, they turn, they turn your skin purple because it pinches and they draw blood. Hey. Yeah, they're not happy. Damn. So anyways... Yeah, I have to get the eggs after Goose is out of the nest. Don't reach under her. It's rude. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to touch a goddamn one of them dinosaurs or their eggs. But they're so uh, cute. You go out there, they see that red bag, and they're jumping. They're, they're grabbing cheap. it. They're trying to pull it out of your hands. Mm-hmm. I got Thelma is the the verbal one. She's the one that's loud. Mm. She'll chase you around and just yell at you the whole time. <laughs> what is with the animals just screaming at you? I don't know. Well, they know that I have food, so yeah. they're like, feed me, me. I know, it dicks about it. You're like, you're last because you're so loud, but they won't be. Wallace, Wallace and Freak are doing <sighs> fucking great. Nice. They're so happy. Um, Scooter, uh, I'd love to put her in the, the cage with Wallace and Freak, but <clears throat> um, it's been almost a year since she was almost killed by the other pigeons. Yeah. And she's got a big bear patch on her, the back of her head, that just has no feathers. Still. Never seen that out of all the pigeons that we had. We never saw. Never saw that like type that. of brutality ever. Huh. And uh, so all the other pigeons went bye bye. They went. Yeah. Away. So basically, Scooter is in a cage on her own, but she's right next to uh, Wallace and Freak. So they basically can, you know, they hang can out. they can hang out next to each other. Which they they can also peck each other, but they can't hurt each other. And Scooter was kind of like she was the mother of quite <clears throat> a few of yes. Wallace's babies. Yeah. So Scooter's Scooter's his other wife. Yeah. And so he's he cuddles with Scooter and he attacks the fuck out of Freak. <laughs> so it's just the male female dynamic. So there's pigeon update. Pigeon, there's a pigeon. There's too. a pigeon too. We got pigeons just like Barfield, yeah. Everyone everyone Sorry. is happy. Um we had a high of forty or forty one today. Yeah, we'll take it. And fuck all that snow. For January? I know, that's weird. What is going on? No complaints here though. Um, so I the simulation's I, all fucked up. That's what I'm thinking. I opened up their coop today uh, and let them outside again. They've been going out every day, hmm. and they love it out there. Crazy. So. Oh, everyone's happy. That's chicken update. Chicken and pigeon <laughs> update now. <laughs> down to down to down. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, we hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to us yammer on. God, on I your did Monday. yammer, didn't I? No, Jesus. I don't know if I was yammering. Yeah, it was mainly, mainly yammering. Yikes. Uh, happy Monday, you guys. Yeah, happy Monday. <laughs> Tons of Scatcast stuff happening. We've got some fun shit in the Scatcast world mm-hmm. for Tuesday's show. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you. We've got. I've all, all I've done we is. We got shit monster. going. Yeah, we've got tons of stuff. Uh, dipshit files, you'll see. Uh, I'm, there's no preview, really. Thursday, we're actually going to Florida with the Dave and Angus guys. They're mm-hmm. headed to Florida this week. So are you really? That. Yeah, they yeah. are. Of course I am. I'm going with them and everything. You're the one that bought all the tickets. Goodness, don't look at me like... like I I broke the fourth wall. Yeah, Whoopsie. fourth wall, son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah. And then, of course, Friday, we, we previewed a little bit of what will be on JAR this week. So mm-hmm. all that crap on the Scatcast Network. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you guys and all of... Uh, on all of your forms and mm-hmm. thank you thank you and to our to our Trista Tur triad and to uh, the Godhead and to the Garbage Disposal you guys know all the people we think yes yeah, thank you guys thank you yeah. so Bodie and Chris and Don all of them yep and all of you and all of the groups and goodness I just thank everybody at the time and I I like yes. this part of the show because there's we've got we've well we've so got many. some new patrons and um, I mean it's just 
all the patrons, you guys stick around. You're always there. We really appreciate Dude, you guys. Thank huge. you, thank uh, you. We're hoping to make cartoons this year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we're making we're making moves, so we'll see if those moves are you know yeah. fruitful or not. But it's been fucking fun. Yeah. I hope you guys have had fun. That's the whole point. Having a blast. So, all right. As always, we'll talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. Smash, 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 smash.